and welcome to Geek Sweat. It's the film and filmmakers podcast for film enthusiasts around the world. We are interested in talking about cult TV, hot topics, reviews, trailers, and even inspiration interviews from IMDb listed filmmakers. If you didn't know already, we're broadcasting this episode on at least 21 different platforms. You can find us also on Radio Public, Luminary, Blueberry, and something called the podcast app. We are now recording live and direct from the Rebel Bank in Walthamstow, East London. Hello, uh, welcome to Geek Sweat. Um, you may remember in the late 90s, early 2000s, that late night on um, Saturday, on Sunday nights, um, there used to be a double bill of American sitcoms. Um, probably the two best American sitcoms, certainly at that time, they were the two best American sitcoms that we made. I think that's not totally um, controversial. Um, they're very different shows, Seinfeld and The Larry Sanders Show. Seinfeld, of course, was one of the um, biggest shows ever in America. I think its last um, its last uh, episode got uh, like a record number of views. Um, it's um, it, it's just kind of part of American life. But in Britain, it, it never really kind of caught on. Although, of course, if you were around on s- Sunday nights, BBC Two, then you would be able to catch it. And the other show was The Larry Sanders Show which is completely different. I mean, they're both um, uh, American, they're clever, they're both kind of, uh, we're seeing the first examples of comedy becoming kind of self-referential with these shows. But um, there's a lot of difference uh, with them and we'll be looking into that in a minute. And here um, to uh, uh, help talk with me about it is uh, Trevor. Hi, Trevor. Howdy, Steve. How are you? I'm not too bad, Stephen. I am very glad that you invited me onto this show yep. because when you do a cult TV, it's obviously about being in the past. Yeah, and yeah. you like getting the older guys to come in and represent. So thanks. And to just just one question: Did you ring me from Northern Ireland last night? Did I ring you from Northern Ireland? <laughs> Someone did. Um, I wasn't uh, tripping a light fantastic there. That sounds okay. like somebody might be trying to exploit the um, the Brexit. Um, no. No plan border. Okay, there. no problem. And also joining me <laughs> is uh, MKH. Hi, MKH. Oh, thank you for having me. That's uh, all right. You can put your phone down if you like. Oh, no, I, I'm using <laughs> this to um, make some snappy references. I'm, I'm writing down. Oh, uh, re- see, you, you, I'm, I'm going to rate your snappiness now. He might be drop calling you from Northern Ireland. Yeah, well. and uh, you spot the magic. So uh, everyone that's listening, I don't actually do this off the cuff. Everything is pre-written for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he had to laugh, because the words are still being yeah. typed. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> as I'm speaking. Yeah. It's, it's just that uh, I got a phone call last night just after you texted everyone. So yeah? I assumed it would be you from... Do you so know from Belfast. Belfast. Mm. Isn't that like the headquarters of like where Facebook or WhatsApp is or something like that? No, I think that's no, yeah. San Francisco. Or is that Republic of Ireland? No, because there's one tax-free place they've got to, they're in at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, not Northern Ireland because I think that's still counted as part of... Um, yeah, okay. okay, but it yeah. was from Northern Ireland. So somebody's stalking our WhatsApp My phone call. group. <laughs> but, what, but what did 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 Trevor's number come No, up? it was just because Trevor texted the group about yeah. two minutes before so I connected the two yeah. I thought perhaps he was trying to ring me because I know because I got a, a photo f- of him from Gatwick Airport on Friday morning yeah. why? so why, I wondered why, if he might have been in Northern Ireland why, why are you sending him um, <laughs> photos from Gatwick Airport because I had to explain to people that I wasn't in London and I was just like not in the office and a lot of people didn't believe me Gatwick's hardly not in London <laughs> well you know what just not in the office then yeah. that's what I'm saying okay then let's get down to what we're here for yeah um, 
Um, sorry about Trevor bringing up that Northern Ireland stuff. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so in the late 90s, there were two, as I was saying, there were, there were these two shows. There was a double bill every Sunday night. It kind of varied. Sometimes it would be on maybe at 10.30, which is quite cool. And sometimes it would be on much later at 12. And it showcased these two American uh, sitcoms. Um, this was Sunday night on BBC Two. This was Sunday two. night on BBC Two. Yeah. It was a double bill every, every Sunday night. Mm. Um, I don't know if they were actually in order at the time yeah. because it was hard to tell because I didn't have internet then and, um, you know, I don't store these sort of facts in my head. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and they were both on. Now, Seinfeld, of course, is probably the more famous one. Um, all the characters in both of these stories are absolutely horrible. There are no redeeming features to any of the main characters in any of the two shows. Mm. Um, Seinfeld was about... Four New York friends, Jerry Seinfeld, who was a comedian, um, playing kind of, kind of playing himself, but not as successful. But he was hanging out with his flatmates, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. His, his neighbour, Kramer, who became um, quite the star of the, um, the whole show. And um, his ex-girlfriend, Elaine, played by Julia Louis-Dreyfus, yeah. who has, you know, had a remarkable career and just finished doing Veep, which is a... Incredible show, and um, is she in that as well? Um, yeah, yeah, she plays the vice, the oh, vice president. She I haven't is seen Veep. that series, but I, I keep what I I more pay attention to um, the other lady with the glasses, Tina Fey. She's my favorite, but she's not in any of these yeah, shows. She's not in it. Tina Fey's not in Veep. No, no. Oh. Jesus. What am Christ I thinking? Of? <laughs> I'm thinking of Betty Rock. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, okay. <laughs> All right, continue. <laughs> and finally, George Costanza. Now, George Costanza is kind of the the dead heart, the black heart of the show. He's um, based on, um, he's basically Larry, Larry David. Larry David and Jerry Seinfeld were commissioned to write the show. Um, Larry David sort of hated doing it. Every, at the end of every season, he'd try and kind of quit and then get dragged back for another season. He really didn't like it. But George Costanza was his character in it. it George Costanza was playing Larry David. But at the end, the difference is that being that Larry David is Jewish and George Costanza is an Italian character. Uh, George Costanza was played by um, uh, uh, Jason Alexander. Yeah. And um, his portrayal, I mean, he's just fantastic. He's maybe maybe the greatest sitcom character for... I mean, they're all four of them are terrible people, selfish. They judge everyone on the smallest things. Um, there's um, Jerry has a different girlfriend every episode. The reasons they are um, mm. ejected from his um, love life uh, to do things like having their hands are too big yeah. or their voice are talked too low or, I wanna say something. or one woman who dropped um, a toothbrush in the toilet and then used took it out, thing. rinsed it and used it. <laughs> no, no, he dropped her telephone. <laughs> he dropped her toothbrush in the toilet. She, he didn't tell her. She used it and then he broke up with her because she was using a, yeah. a toothbrush that had fallen in the toilet despite her not knowing about which it. Which character did that happen to? That happened to, um, it was a character played by the, the cute dark haired one from Sex and the City. Was that, George, was that George's hang up or Seinfeld's one? That was, um, it was Jerry who had the weird hang ups right. for dumping girlfriends. Because the, thi <laughs> the thing is, um, George had the, he had the kind of the weird observational comedy because I remember there was one bit that he did where he was talking about he's more comfortable having a wee sitting down on the toilet <laughs> than doing it standing yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. he was complaining about why didn't he do it before. And also he, he, he takes off his top when he's having... Going to the toilet, and yeah. sometimes he forgets that he's taking his top off and walks out into the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's 
really <laughs> silly, but um, <laughs> to make a confession, I do sit down and we as well. Sit down ways. Because y- you don't have to focus on, um, what's it called? Aiming, aiming and, and direction. Isn't aiming fun though? Yeah. Uh, no, not for me. I've got other things in my mind. But um, Actually, I think it's when, you, when you're younger, you don't even bother aiming. Isn't it about when you was at school, like how <coughs> high you could pee up the ceiling? And stuff like that. What the fuck household did you live in? <laughs> no, not in, the, not in the house, in the schools, in the schools, because the urinals. Oh, and they, they, they didn't have um, like wall urinals. They were just like the, um, uh, what do you call it? Not just trunks. had slabs of things yeah, between, was, yeah. Yeah, it was like a trough. Yeah, so a trough wherever you just peed, separated it always by, went down anyway. by cement. And there's actually a funny scene in East's East where yeah. they found out the, the sun wasn't circumcised because he could pee the oh, highest. Yeah. But going back to Jerry <laughs> Seinfeld, is, is Jerry Seinfeld supposed to be the nice guy in Seinfeld? No one's going to be a nice guy in Seinfeld. They're all horrible. That's the whole, really? the, the whole show because is about thought, four selfish, selfish people. I thought he was always the clean... That, Obviously, I, I'm giving it away right now. I've never seen Seinfeld, <gasps> but um, I always thought he was the barometer because he starts off doing the five minute or thirty second stand up. That they actually got rid of the, they, get, get, they get rid of the stand off uh, the stand up after about six seasons. Then yeah. they, it just becomes it, yeah they forget about that. It's bit. nine seasons in total. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I like how you said to that. remind you that the show's <laughs> about the comedian. But I like how you said that after six seasons, like that was like some small thing. I thought you were going to say after like a couple of episodes. Yeah, after yeah, six yeah. seasons of getting rid of Santa. Well, but, it, the weird thing is about, about Seinfeld is that Jerry's little comedy bits at the beginning and start at the beginning of each episode are probably the weakest part of the whole thing. But what? because they were kind of, you know, it's his show, he can. Do and what, what do you think of him as a stand up? I've never really watched. I've only ever. From those, from I've those only ever. He, he's good. I mean, he, he's kind of observational comedian, you know. But can I say um, something about his stand-up at the beginning? That happens at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's a kind of a sandwich because it's actually supposed to be the reference or in point to what happens later in the show, which is oh he, yeah, yeah. He it's kind of hang up and then it gets exposed, exposed later and then in the show. you see see how he came up with this comic opinion. Yeah. Throughout oh, the show. So it, it, in that case. Was the stand-up written before or after the episode, do you think? No, no, no. It's like part of the episode. So the idea is like, you know, uh, yeah, Mar- I get, I get what you're you saying. You know Master of None? Yeah. Where you've got um, Aziz Ansari and he's trying to make it in Hollywood. Yeah. And you're seeing his uh, show and routine and his auditions. Well, I think in Jerry Seinfeld, in Seinfeld, it's like he's living his life, but you're seeing segments of his life influence his stand-up. So the idea is... He'll do the setup at the beginning and it might get one laugh. Then you'll go into the show and see where that premise came from. And then he'll do the punchline at the end. Okay. Uh, so what I was trying to get at is that he is writing. So the sandwich stand up, he's writing it as the character in the sitcom. Not, yes. That's yeah. Not, yeah, yeah. Not Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. that's cool. Okay. So uh, Seinfeld ran for nine seasons. Uh, 180 episodes. 180 episodes. Um Seven seasons of which were co-written with Larry David. Larry David left after season seven, although he did come back to write the finale. Um, say something. Did he leave to start up his own project, or was that like a difference of opinion? No, he just he, he just hated. He just hated it, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Just because <laughs> have have you seen have you watched comedians in cars? I've seen one with yeah, Larry Jerry David and Larry. And yeah, yeah. yeah, and Larry David yeah. basically said like <laughs> he, he would used to he just used to like disappear, and then they had to yeah. It's, he he's a fascinating guy. It, it seems like Larry David has always been a eighty six year old man. Yeah, in, yeah, no yeah. How yeah. old he was in yeah, real life? Yeah. He's just always been that that grumpy. Um, so. What? I mean, a lot of the things that happened to George and Seinfeld actually did happen to Larry David. Mm. In fact, there's a running joke in Kirby Enthusiasm where whenever Jason Alexander, who plays George, turns up, 
um, Jason Alexander will express his disgust with the character of yeah. George Costanza, and Larry David's stood there thinking, "Well, that, that character is me. I'm, it's based on me." And you're insulting me. So <laughs> you, you've watched both Curb and Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which, which, yeah. which one's better for you? No, Seinfeld is the best, I think. Really? Well, you think because he's than well, Curb? Seinfeld oh. suffers. It's, it's it's got a name. This kind of the the Seinfeld. Um, sucks meme yeah. and it's because Seinfeld basically invented all the things that comedies would take on and kind of run with after it finished yeah. so it kind of did this the self-referential stuff the kind of fact that they're, they're kind of calling back to older episodes older seasons yeah. and a lot of stuff they're doing influence stuff like Arrested Development yeah. and, and stuff like that I mean uh, Ricky Gervais was also a big fan of, of Seinfeld and and, Larry, and the Larry Sanders show which I'll talk about in a minute and mm. um um, uh, what was my point again? <laughs> no, I, um, I was just wondering um, why you thought Seinfeld was better than Curb Your Fuse. Well, because, Fuse. I mean, the thing with Curb Your Enthusiasm, first of all, it's not scripted. So, I mean, they're completely different shows, really. And um, Curb Your Enthusiasm is allowed to, you're allowed swearing, you're allowed to, you can say what you want, and mm -hmm. you can basically have any storyline you want in yeah. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Seinfeld had rules. It was on, you know, pre-Watershed. So the fact that they managed to do an episode which was about a competition to see who could go the longest about masturbation, but do it wow. in a half an hour episode for the family, is kind of genius that they managed to write that episode that and have it broadcast. They got syndicated. This is, it's a syndicated show, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's still making money off that, the lucky Yeah, fuck. yeah. Um, so which series is the best? Out of? Seinfeld, like the nine. Yeah, yeah, and which one? Which one do you think is which? Which season do you think? Uh, season five and six is the height. Four, five, and six are the height of Seinfeld. So five um, includes um, the stall and the marine biologist. And yeah, and yeah. Six includes the switch. Yeah. Well, uh, there's one season where uh, George and Jerry are commissioned to write their own sitcom called yeah. Jerry, which is a kind of, you know, that that's another self-referential part of it mm. because it's they're doing the same thing as. And then there is also the famous season where George gets engaged mm. and ends up accidentally murdering his um his fiance. Jesus Christ! Through um insisting that they have the um cheapest uh envelopes for the wedding invitations yeah. on offer, and the gum on the envelopes being poisoned, and his fiance dying because she licked too many envelopes and was poisoned. Wait, this was this was on a, <laughs> a pre watershed show. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Um, Seinfeld came to the end um, uh, with them all ending up in jail. Um, Larry David returned to write. Uh, it was a two-part finale where um, they, they take the mick out of a fat guy getting abused. And because they didn't help, they're, um, they're prosecuted under a law, which is kind of like the bad Samaritan law, yeah. that they didn't help this guy. Mm -hmm. And they all end up getting sentenced to they all get, end up in jail at the end of the episode. That's how Seinfeld finishes with the really? in jail. So is that just to underline the point that this isn't just comedy to, comedy to laugh at, but they're actually bad people? They're actually bad people and they get their comeuppance, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, Larry Sanders' show is a different thing altogether. There's no laughter track like there is in in um, in Seinfeld. Um, it's all... Um, it's, it's done in a kind of mockumentary kind of way, although he obviously didn't have like interviews with the people actually speaking. But it's kind of um, ironic because the series that he did before was the Gary Shandling then show. Then show which very is, yeah, yeah. very much kind of breaking the fourth wall and kind yeah. of talking. So the Ga Gary Shandler... Yeah, Gary Shandling is his real name. Yeah. He, He's dead now, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he oh, passed yeah. away. He was in yeah. Iron Man 
two, I think as well. He's the guy who pins, he tries to pin uh, the badge on and he tries to make it stick into Robert Downey Jr.'s chest. I thought he was in um, Winter Soldier as well, but I could be wrong. It might be Winter Soldier. He, he started off as stand-up. He's in the Marvel yeah. Universe. Yeah. Universe. He, he started off as stand-up, then he got his own show. It's Gary Sandling's, it's Gary Sandling's show. Actually, I could probably just check it just to keep... MKH. And then um, it came up with the idea for um, the Larry Sanders show. Now, of course, both of these shows, Seinfeld and the Larry Sanders show, have, um, they're both uh, created by uh, American Jews. Yeah. So there's this little part of BBC Two on a Sunday night, which was um, Jewish comedy, which um, yeah. may be the best comedy. I don't know. I'm not saying... But well, you know what? Don't don't say that too loudly. With, with <laughs> hopefully, you have no Jeremy Corbyn fans listening because they'll be seething right now <laughs> to know that BBC <laughs> BBC Two was was taken over by. Um, I want to say something Jews. in defence of Jeremy Corbyn. It's not Jeremy Corbyn fans, isn't it? Members of the Labour Party who'd been accused of saying yeah, bad stuff about Jewish people. Generally uh, described as Jeremy Corbyn fans oh, because right. they were saying they didn't have the heart to do this when the party was led by Ed Miliband. Yeah. Uh, What's his name? Gordon Brown or Tony Blair? I thought the issue was like Jeremy Corbyn's tried to root these people out and they, he couldn't find them because they were just people like <laughs> heckling in the backs of stands, not taking the front. Oh, you know, it's, it's easy not to be able to find them because it's not like they're walking around with um, st- like their Star of David crossed out on their chest. Yeah. <laughs> they just need to <laughs> shut their mouths. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I just want to come back to Gary Shandling to confirm what film he was in because I know he was in the Marvel Cinematic Universe so he was in Iron Man 2 he was Winter and Shoulder. he was also yeah, in yeah. Captain America The Winter Soldier yeah. and he's done a voice in the recent uh, remake of The Jungle Book as well so so Gary Shanning played the host uh, Larry Sanders um, his sidekick was played by Jeffrey Tambor is Hank Kingsley who has a very wholesome image he's very popular with older women yeah. he seems kind of he's, like someone to be and Jeffrey Temple went on to do um, Arrested Development and also the one about the uh, Transparent trans- Transparent as well yeah. and um, although so Without although he's presented as this wholesome kind of this, the wholesome sidekick he's actually a money grabbing kind of sex addict he's, he gets who's that? there's one uh, Hank Kingsley oh yeah yeah there, there's one episode where his sex tape gets leaked and um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so he's he's always he, and he um he'll sponsor he'll um be a spokesman for any product that asks yeah. him he really doesn't care Can I ask? as long as he's getting money it sounds yeah. like an American the, the and one... the I just want to get through this okay. before and the third member the, the, of the three there's Rip Torn Rip Torn plays Artie who is the producer of the show and his most important job is to look after Gary he, everything he does is to look after Gary all and the show make sure the show works and. Yeah, sorry, Larry, and make sure the show works. And he's um he he's probably an alcoholic. He's he works too hard. He's kind of he loses his temper. But he's a can-do producer. Yeah, he's a can-do producer. He gets it done. He gets the show made. What do you mean he's probably an alcoholic? Is there no like hard evidence to show that he? Yeah, he's an alcoholic. Um, (laughs) Who 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 is Larry based on the character? Do you think? I, I, I'm not sure if it's really based on anyway. It's just another talk show host. I, you I know. think the well, what, the way I see I've always seen Larry Sanders is he's a reluctant talk show host. He's kind of like he's been controlled re- or pushed into it, and because the platform's there, he's being asked to do things that probably it's not the right time for his career. That's what the way I've always seen it. Yeah, I mean he's he's very paranoid person. He's always 
thinks that the show's about to get cancelled. He's always ready to run off to live in the woods in Montana mm. whenever he can. So and, um, you mentioned he's a reluctant host. Um, Trevor. Yeah. Oh, but do, do you believe that? I, I, he loves it, but he, 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 it drives him crazy because he, he's too paranoid for it. He's too worried about kind of what people think of him, what, yeah. You know, yeah. who's because there's there's one where um John Stewart comes in to kind of replace him mm. when he's on holiday. Yeah. yeah. And he spends his whole holiday watching the show, yeah. trying to see if he's better or not. Yeah. He's very paranoid. He's very controlling over the show and he's very worried about how, about how he looks to the rest of the world. But there's another thing as well, because um, I think they use the uh, the is it the green room or the um, the makeup room? Yeah. And yeah. Walk to the stage. And um, it's supposed to be a part, a point where I suppose in real life, the producers like geeing up the the host and making them feel good and making them feel relaxed and letting them know everything's going smoothly. And I just remember it as like Rip Torn, like giving some kind of disastrous news mm. about something really bad's going to happen, but we're not sure when it's going to happen. But try and keep hold the sails of the ship together until we get to the commercial break. So Rip Torn's nearly always throwing him under the bus a little bit with like just some random news that he's got no power to change which I've used, used yeah, to think uh, part of part of um Artie's job Rip Torn's character is to um keep Hank away from Jerry because mm. <laughs> uh, although they're kind of friends um I think they were friends before they made the show Jerry um not Jerry uh, Larry and uh, Hank yeah but Hank gets on Larry's nerves now and yeah. they have <laughs> he finds it very hard to get into Jerry's office, to Larry's office. How many series? I mean, how many? Yeah, how many uh, different seasons was there? There six were six seasons, seasons so 90, ninety episodes. And also, they had. I mean, there were a lot of people playing, came in and playing themselves. Um, mm. Famously, David Duchovny played himself with a crush on uh, Larry Sanders. So. I mean, like a homosexual yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's like a homosexual. Welcome to 2019. he was like a Hollywood heartthrob. Yeah, I mean, on, and, um, that was part of the X-Files. joke. Is yeah, that, is yeah, that yeah. David Duchovny yeah, fell in love with Larry yeah, Sanders, and, and, and we all know that he went on to do California, Californication, and of, and of course, player. Trans- Actually, he did California as well, which was um, a really known feature film with Brad Pitt, and plays a plays a transsexual FBI director in. Twin Peaks. Okay, cool. So, um, so <laughs> the new Twin Peaks yeah. or the old one? Okay. So obviously, you showed me the trailer, yeah, and I I noticed that um, almost every single Jew in America featured on the show, except for I think the most notable one was um, Adam Sanders. I don't, Woody I Allen, I'd say, is the most notable uh, one. Wasn't on there. Oh, well, I don't care because he's a pedo. He's not a pedo. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I never said anything about that either. But yeah, um, no, I think it is a who's who of um, America's Hall of Fame, particularly yeah. comedy and comedy actors. And I think it's, I think the British equivalent that we've probably had has probably been extras in terms of... Oh, but of it's, it's still a particular segment of the comedy world in America. Yeah. Because I like like I saw in the trailer the woman said why do you have any black people on your show and yeah and yeah yeah the the nice convenient retort yeah. was oh black people think he's white yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so why would we have black people on it? Like, I I don't think that's a, yeah. a a a strong enough joke. I guess back then when this show came out night fucking hell ninety two <laughs> to ninety eight yeah of course that would fly yeah. but I don't think that would be uh, well, no think, no I think if you yeah. looked at what had come on before because they. I mean, you'd been probably been hit hard with a lot of late night talk shows with, um, I don't know, David Letterman and uh, Larry King and all of these 
the format was probably so staple in American diet, no one was actually throwing bombs at it to say, you know what, there's some funny shit going on here. But what do you mm. think of this concept now? Oh, I just, I just remember what one, one of rock. the comedy highlights of oh. Larry Sanders was Hank Kingsley meeting the Wu-Tang Clan. Okay. And trying to get on with them. <laughs> 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 but, but what do you think about this show co- as a concept and as an idea having seen 30 Rock? Um, <clears throat> it, well, it definitely got the ball rolling for 30 Rock, but I think the way, the writing style of 30 Rock makes it a lot better. Uh, the Fairy Rock's much more surreal. Yeah. And, um, and it's got more of a diverse writing team as well, isn't it? Yeah, I think the writing, I think the writing on it's a lot smarter on Fairy Rock. I mean... But the, I'm only going off the trailer. The writers on... Um, can you kind of get up the writers on... If there is... Oh, um, um, you yeah. might have to go to IMDb. Yeah, IMDb for um, that. But you, I, you keep talking, I'll find a credits. I think... Um, yeah, and obviously, like you said, Fairy Rock is not set in... In real life, it's it's no, a lot no. more surreal. I mean, there's there's an angel walking around with them. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, it's it's. Also, yep. more than forty writers. Forty writers on the episode show. But the thing is, you've probably got two key writers, like showrunners and other people writing gags. So uh, it says Shandlin and uh, a guy, Gary Shandlin and some guy called Tolan, which was let me see. Is is is, there, is anyone at list not Jewish or Italian? Peter Tolan <laughs> was the. Uh, was the the showrunner uh, or the head writers for the entire six uh, seasons? Judd Apatow, he wrote for it, and he was a producer, I think, yeah. as well. Cool. And you got Paul Sims, who was a writer and also a producer as well. Are we, are we saying this is a diverse range of writers, or are we just saying this is a, a no? We're saying here on the um, the Larry Sanders show, there was a lot of writers. But it, we, uh, are we in agreement? It's not really diverse, though. I'm saying it was diverse on Thirty Rock, which is why oh yeah, it's no, more yeah, surreal. yeah, exactly, De- definitely diverse. Yeah, yeah. But I think this is like it's, it's kind of one point of view. Don't you yeah. Think? I mean, do you want to take a look at the Seinfeld writers by comparison? Because I'm guessing there's. I think it'll be pretty similar. Yeah, I mean, mm. I'm just gonna say say one thing for the stats fans at home. It says Shandlin wrote 38 episodes, whilst Tolan wrote 23. So between them, that's obviously 61 episodes yeah. out of night, which is quite a lot. Yeah, so think about it. And the Seinfeld... But, but then um, Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David didn't write all of the episodes of Seinfeld either. There are a number of that other writers controversial. that come in. So, so <laughs> is, how is many that, writers were on that then? Is that, no, is that known? Is it like, because they didn't... Because it's, no, it's, it's not an accusation, is it? Well, uh, Jerry didn't actually write a lot after the first couple of seasons. Seriously? It was actually Larry who was the kind of writer. Oh, okay. And I mean, Jerry's pitching of ideas, but it was basically Larry who was doing mm. most of the writing. Which I can which assume probably, probably why get a lot. Keep quitting. <laughs> which is probably get really tiring as well, coming up with all of these new gags. Well, yeah, but I mean, a lot of I mean, a lot of the things that happen in Seinfeld are based on things that happen to the writers. Yeah. Um. And um. So, I mean, the whole thing about Fest- Festivus is a festival made up by uh, George Costanza's dad, played by Jerry Stiller. Yeah, and because he hates Christmas, so instead of a Christmas okay. tree, they have a, a metal pole, <laughs> and then they have the um, uh, they have to all, all have to go. Oh, and then they all sit round while Jerry Stiller tells them all how they've all disappointed him in the last year. <laughs> it sounds and, like and this is actually based on the right of the episode's actual father, who did actually create Festivus with all these rules. Yeah, it sounds like a Catholic dad. <laughs> um, I'm trying to look at the writers here. And so there seems to be a lot. Series produced by is quite high. Series music, cinematography, editing. 
I mean, it says it's created by Larry David and uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. It's I, not I, really saying much about the writers. I think it's amazing that Larry David, because I, I I could never see him as a clean cut comedian. To see no. him write something for pre Watershed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen it, watch the episode where they have the mast- masturbation contest. Because at no point did he mention anything like wanking yeah. or even masturbation. It's all kind of done in kind of hint, hint kind of yeah. way. And it's very, very clever how it's done. Yeah, but that's probably <laughs> that, a nod to the fact that he felt restricted to what he could or couldn't say. Yeah, yeah, but it, it, that, that's actually, I mean, if he, if he did the same thing in Curb Enthusiasm, it would just be kind of, it would be just a lot of swearing going on in that episode. But the fact he managed to do an episode based on that without any of that language, yeah. it's pretty genius. And... It's much easier. It'd be much easier to do in Curb Enthusiasm to do in Seinfeld. It's I'm, like how I'm getting the impression that from the IMDb at least that Larry David and Seinf- Jerry Seinfeld took the main writing credits. But um, Larry Charles also was heavily involved in Seinfeld. He, he I think, he went on to direct the um, uh, what do you call him, Sasha Baron Cohen films. Yeah. Um, but he directed a lot of Seinfeld episodes as well. He's got he's got a a documentary on Netflix as well, like the dangerous world of comedy. Okay. Oh, Larry Charles. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. that's that, that's quite. Is that good. any good? Yeah, it's quite good actually. I, I would definitely recommend. If you it's learning stuff from that, mm-hmm. are you learning stuff from that? Yeah, I, I learned that uh, Nigeria likes to talk a lot about rape jokes. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> just a random crazy. tidbit from the. Okay. <laughs> that's like, that's like. Wh- I'm telling you, that's way over my head, man. Um, I, I'll tell you what. Um, just to bring it back to a nice level, if for stats for stats, it's saying that Larry Sanders' the show is rated eight point three out of ten on IMDb. Is that a good Jerry, rating for IMDb? Eight point anything over eight is really like well recommended. So eight point okay. three out of ten for Larry Sanders, and it's eight point eight for uh, Seinfeld. So Seinfeld wins. Yeah. So there we go. Thank you everyone for joining us as we, decide, as we found out who's better, Seinfeld or Larry Sanders show. And it turns out Seinfeld is 0.5 better than Larry Sanders show. Yeah. I want to say thank you to MKH. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> I, I did nothing to this episode. <laughs> and I want to say thank you to Trevor. No problem, it was a pleasure. And um, yeah, goodbye. Um, I've been Stephen, I always am. Um, and we'll see you again soon. Cheers. <laughs>